0: Welcome to Mile Marker, a Mississippi Roads podcast. I'm Walt Grayson. In this episode, we travel to Port Gibson in Claiborne County, where Golden West Cemetery is being brought back to life as local townsfolks and volunteers help renovate this old cemetery. Let's start with a quick overview of Port Gibson, just in case you're not familiar with it or maybe have forgotten. Port Gibson's in southwest Mississippi in Claiborne County, and it's one of the oldest towns in the state. It survived being burned in the Civil War even after the Union victory in the Battle of Port Gibson, supposedly because General Grant said it was just too beautiful to burn. Well, he may have said it, he may not, but it wasn't burned. This church was here at that time, the Port Gibson Presbyterian Church, with its iconic hand pointing toward heaven atop the steeple. So was St. Joseph Catholic Church, with its cobalt blue windows. Nearby, is the Catholic Cemetery associated with the church. Resin Bowie's buried here. They say Resin Bowie actually invented the Bowie knife made famous by his better known brother, Jim Bowie. The Catholic Cemetery is one of four historic cemeteries in Claiborne County, along with the Jewish Cemetery just around the corner from the Catholic Cemetery, and Winter Green Cemetery, where some Confederate soldiers who died in the Battle of Port Gibson are buried, along with a couple of Union troops in Soldiers Row and a history book full of early townspeople and their markers are scattered over the rest of the acres. And then the fourth historic cemetery in Claiborne County is this one, Golden West Cemetery on the western edge of Port Gibson where the town climbs into the bluffs.
1: And basically it's one of the only black, historically black cemeteries.
0: This is the cemetery I said was coming back to life. Actually, it's slowly being extracted from trees and underbrush that had engulfed it over the past quarter century, since it sort of fell out of use. Heading up the cleanup effort is Pastor William Coleman. He was introduced to the project by the fellow, I guess you could call, the Port Gibson town historian, Al Hollingsworth.
1: Then he asked me to come out and look at it. And I told a story how I I took that bait and and bit the hook, and I've been hooked ever since. I can't get off of it.
0: This cemetery is one of the few items listed on the... Department of Interior's map of the United States. On one side, it lists uh, African American and Native American sites. On the other side, is Civil War sites, and Golden West Cemetery is listed there. And it was because of uh, the uniqueness of the cemetery and the headstones, and the fact that it does go back. You know, clearly, it was part of the very early movement of the freedmen, you know, went after the Civil War. They had to have a barrel place, and I'm not sure who started it, who had the original deed, where the land came from, but uh, here it is, and, and there's a lot of history here. A lot of history that had become completely covered in mimosa and ligustrum and oak and bodoc, until, as he put it, Pastor Coleman took the bait and ran with it and started a cleanup drive to bring that history back into the light and to give dignity back to Golden West
1: Cemetery in Port Gibson. We have actually spent over a year just cutting the trees out of here. On the weekends and whenever, we we, that process took over a year. I've had help with my family, Lorraine Hunt and Robert Hunt and my sister Clara and just my immediate family, we started out. But then as it went on, we ended up getting a lot of help from some individuals that came in. And then one of the biggest ones is AmeriCorps. AmeriCorps came in and once they found out about the project, they have been here like four times. And that is what has really helped us to, to get to the point where we are now. And
0: The practicality of the cleanup is to restore a landmark in the community. But cemeteries have a meaning beyond the practical and beyond just this one cemetery and attract many people to join in projects like this cleanup for reasons of their own. Jessica Crawford is one of those individuals. Although professionally, she is the Southeast Regional Director of the Archaeological Conservancy and has a keen interest in the well-being of Golden West Cemetery, her participation is more of a personal thing.
2: I'm here just because of interest. This is a, an opportunity I really couldn't pass up because I'm, I'm interested in old cemeteries, historic cemeteries, and this is such an, a neglected or has been such a neglected cemetery that this is this is a great opportunity to, to really make a difference and you can see a difference being made. So I'm, I'm just here as a, a volunteer. I've kind of got the cemetery fever here. <laughs> You've become interested in the motifs on the different types of headstones or... You know, you read a little bit of something on a headstone about someone, and it makes makes me want to go back home and look something up, find out more about them, and I, I find comfort in them also. You know that it's because I've I've lost people that I love, and it's sort of you know I'm not the only one, and, and it's it's just a, it's a they're comforting places to me.
0: As the forest is cut back and the headstones emerge, the cemetery does start to become not just a mass of graves but a community of individuals.
1: I have a number of people, and I can name two or three. One lady, Miss Sadie Appleton. She said, Mr. Coleman, my mom is buried right out here, and we haven't been able to get to it. And the last time we tried to get to it, there was a snake in the tree, and we left and haven't come back. And she showed me where it was, and we came in and just cut a path. First time she put a set of yellow roses on her mom's grave. And she's an elderly lady and sweetest lady you want to see. And she came out and she said, that's what's going on. And with her and then there's others, there's another lady, Miss Miss Humphreys. And she's the latest one. She had a brother by the name of Talbot. And she said, he's up on that hill someplace. And I kind of just told her, I said, Miss Humphreys, if he's up there, We'll find him if he's there. And that's when you run out of gas and somebody comes and says something like that. That just lifts you up even more.
0: Speaking of running out of gas, this will do it to you. All last summer and on into the winter, the cleaning crews, sometimes large, sometimes small, sometimes just William by himself, cut and stacked and hauled and had the trees beat back from the bottom of the bluff eventually all the way to the top. And then summer came back. And this happened. It looks about as overgrown now as it was when they started. It's enough to take the wind out of your sails.
1: Uh, somewhat. <laughs> Sunshine hasn't touched this ground in 25 years. And once we cleared out the trees, everything grows. It's the fool in me. I don't know what you want to call it, but it's I just cannot, you know, I can't let this just go.
0: Little things keep you jump-started little pieces of history you find.
1: About 30 military from all from all ranks. One particular person served in three wars.
0: Then there's a realization that life is coming back to the dead, or coming back to visit the dead anyway, because they can get in
1: here again. And just since we've been doing this work, there are so many flowers that people have come out and just, just, just did because they can get to it.
0: There's also the philosophical aspect of digging this history out of the underbrush where it can be seen and celebrated again.
1: How do you go forward if you don't know where you came from, if you don't know how it was? And they have a tendency to say if you don't learn from history, you're going to repeat it. History sets the trajectory for the future. There's no place to go if you
0: have nothing to aim for. But you see these people and their markers and the love with which they were buried and read their lives and the few words on their markers or in the symbols, and the past is set. From here, you go into the future. And therefore, bringing this cemetery back can bring back direction and hope. It needs to live again. Cemeteries have never been a place for the dead. They've always been for the living, a place for us to bury our dead and remember them and revere them and a reminder for us to live our lives conscious of the inevitability that someday we will be joining them. We hope you enjoyed learning more about Golden West Cemetery. Special thanks to our guests, Pastor William Coleman, Al Hollingsworth, and Jessica Crawford. Find full broadcast episodes of Mississippi Roads on YouTube TV, the MPB Public Media app, and at mpbonline.org. Mile Marker and Mississippi Roads is executive produced by Katie Savage and a product of Mississippi
2: Public Broadcasting.